0: Hey, this is Celeste with Pivot to Plants. Thanks for coming back again today. Today I get to share a candid conversation with you with one of my former clients and also current client, Marcy, and some unique things about this episode is she is a vegan mom of three now, and she's breastfeeding. And if you know anything about macronutrients from listening to my last episode, we're talking about carbs, protein, and fat, and there is a method of achieving body fat recomposition, basically, keeping muscle, losing fat. And it has to do with tracking your macros, making sure that you're getting enough protein, that you're getting the right amount of carbs to fuel your lifestyle and enough fats to also support hormonal and enzymatic signaling. And for Marcy, being that she's breastfeeding, her fats are definitely on the high end. So, Enjoy this conversation. I think you'll get a lot out of it, especially in relationship to vegan families and what that looks like. Hey, this is Celeste. Thanks for listening to Pivot to Plants. I am so excited to share today's episode with you. I'm here with Marcy Matthews, and we've known each other for, gosh, a long time. Tim? Tim Yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. So I met her to have my eyebrows done and hair done. My sister-in-law who has super curly hair recommended her. And she is a master at blondes is what you're known for. And she does my red. Amazing. Um, Unfortunately, she's not taking clients. So sorry about that. (laughs) But um, when we first met, she was super curious about doing a competition.
1: Yeah, I I had done weightlifting occasionally. I had started running, and then started getting into some weightlifting. And I think I saw Celeste's shape and wanted. I think it was your shoulders. I think I've always <laughs> had shoulder <laughs> shoulder envy, and wanted that. And so I talked to you later
0: about doing show prep, and it was only like twelve weeks away. Yeah, like that. Like it was. A fast turnaround. Yeah, Marcy picked out this show that was super fast. I think it was a bucket list thing for you, right? Yeah. Just like it had been for me. And um, I'd done a couple of competitions. Well, I'd done at least three or four by the time I met you. And... Yeah, so we put her on a plan, and her body transformed amazing, just like mine did. I mean, I didn't always have this shape. This is, we were just talking about this before we turned the record on, is that I had a different shape, and then post-babies, I started lifting weights, and it changed the shape of my body. I tell people, you really, you... You watch your intake. Abs are made in the kitchen, basically, is the saying. However, the way your body looks and the musculature that you have, your shape, and all of that is defined by what kind of exercises you do. So, yeah,
1: and I'm—I mean, we were just again talking about this before we push play, but I just had my third baby. And Yay, babies. Yeah, he's so sweet. But but transforming your body again after a baby, it feels about the same way as when we did it the first time. I had a runner's body before, and then transforming it, getting leaner, uh, seeing leg defin- definition and arm definition is kind of what we're going through again, as Celeste has been doing my macro training again, is um, reshaping and... I don't know restarting
0: again. A little yeah, bit? your How muscles you have that? memory, right? Mm-hmm. They the fibers remember, but then we have to stimulate them in order to grow yeah. and in the process of muscle growth, just as a side note, I've had women come to me from these crazy MetaFast diets where they're like 11, 12, 1300 calories. And I increase their calories and give them a workout and you see their body change. And it's amazing to me to recognize that you don't need to be, and I just want everyone to know, you don't need to be on a starvation diet. And in fact, if you have saggy skin in a particular area, it's probably an area where you could stand to build up the muscle tissue Mm -hmm. underneath the skin, and that's going to create more definition. And that's what you see in these body transformations, where people are essentially eating a good amount of calories, but we're manipulating their macronutrients. We're stimulating muscle growth with enough time under tension, which is just a fancy word to say they are lifting at a heavy enough weight or for long enough um, duration to stimulate muscle, slight muscle damage to the fibers, and then increase the definition and the growth. And I know you really love late weightlifting, and before you hadn't done that before. No, uh-uh. no, it's changed a ton. Um, she got
1: me into weightlifting, and then I went kind of into the CrossFit uh-huh. realm for a little bit. Like the <laughs> the pendulum swung really strong, <laughs> and then I uh, kind of hurt my wrist, so got away from that, and then just did normal lifting at the gym. And then whatever was on the side, whether that's cycle or soccer or volleyball, I can't remember what I was doing on the side, but
0: some other form of cardio on yeah. the side with lifting. You've always been super active. You have that athlete background. You were a high school athlete. Um, yeah. But what is different to you? I mean, I've just kind of talked about it, but what's different to you about weightlifting? Where does that play a beneficial Role in your life, and why do you do that now instead of just the other things?
1: Yeah, I noticed that. Um, I noticed with having the base of the mus, like having the base of having muscles. That does sound yes, weird. Yes, you but do. You
0: are, you have a muscularity.
1: Because, I didn't get injured yeah. as much. I uh-huh. did. I felt like I had um, longevity more than other people, and I also felt like I could get the same high. kind of like the runner's high, I could get the same high working and lifting, having a really hard lifting um, session as I did running however many miles and my knees just couldn't take it the same way. So it was almost like I had switched from like a cardio high to a weightlifting high, which I felt like was beneficial in multiple ways.
0: Yeah. I think so too, especially for women. A long time ago, I started this program called Women with Weights, but, and I should have trademarked that name. I darn it. But anyway, I just want to make it a very comfortable place for women to go into a gym and pick up a set of dumbbells mm-hmm. or even lay on a bench and do a bench press or flies or Or whatever. A squat machine can be so awkward and intimidating your first couple times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did I go into the gym with you the Mm -hmm. first time? Mm -hmm. I know I trained you
1: a couple of times. Yeah, I don't know if it was the first time, but yeah, a couple
0: of times. So let's talk about we were both omnivorous when we met. Yes. So, um, we have both experienced Pendulum. your, <laughs> I, I can, <laughs> I consider you and brag about you being my first vegan convert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so tell me about what was that like for you? What was going on in your head? I love that you completely dove in with an inquisitive mind and, um, did tons of study and you can talk about that, but kind of where did that start for you and why were you gravitating to the interest? I know it was more than just um, me saying eat the rainbow. Yeah. (laughs) Eat more than chicken. Um, Yeah. So I felt again, like my pendulum swung
1: pretty strong. So with Celeste, I did um, macros with fish and with chicken and I ate a ton. I mean, I I think I was raised healthy, but Um, Yeah, it's just different when you change your mindset. So I had had my my first child, my daughter, and I remember watching and reading, um, oh gosh, all the things. What was the first one? What did you start with? Was it What the Health, Forks Over Knives? Forks Over Knives. It was Forks Over Knives. And then I read, um, I need to have all these written down. This is a waste of your time. Um I can't remember, but I dove into everything plant-based. Um There was another doctor that McDougal. I read about. McDougall. No, there was another one about... Joel Furman. I'm just going to keep I saying about Neil All Barnard. of them. Really, I did. <laughs> I read about all of them. I watched Forks Over Knives, and that was the first one that kind of dove me into it. Then what the health, then... Um
0: yeah, T I've, Colin Campbell. I mean, you have a nutrition certification right through now them. through Cornell. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I really did. I started with that, and I just felt like introducing foods to my daughter and to my family. Um, I just wanted it to be ideal and healthy, and it was easy for me after having my first daughter to kind of swing back to what felt normal, body shape and look wise. Um, going plant-based, but I also felt probably the healthiest I'd ever been. And, uh, for me going plant-based wasn't just a health thing. It was also kind of a moral ethical thing. I know for some people it's just health. Uh, for me, I couldn't, after watching some of the things that I had watched, um, I couldn't eat chicken again after watching like these chickens try to walk around and their chests were too big and they're, in this environment, and then clipping the beaks and and throwing the baby chicks away oh, that are male, so, like or like I, the separation yeah. with mom and cows.
0: Oh, cowspiracy! That was a huge one. That one destroyed me. That one oh. made me. That one brought me back to my childhood environmentalist. Yeah, one hundred percent, which never left. I just had to uncover oh, her. My gosh, and. What the, the percentage?
1: Health? The uh. percentage of pus that's in that they allow, like they have a percentage of pus from the tit of the cow that they allow in cheese and milk. Like that is so gross, right? Because they just keep impregnating them and keeping them going so that their milk supply is there, but their
0: nipples are just destroyed. Yeah. I shouldn't say it like that. I've been well, breastfeeding for too Well, long. yeah, and, and I think coming from... Uh, breastfeeding and coming from the position of we're both moms. I, mm-hmm. My kids are much older, but I love children and love the special specialness of like being a mom. I yeah. think it's such a precious, precious gift that we have. And obviously you were wanting to give your family. So now you were looking at life from a different perspective. It wasn't just vanity. It wasn't just how do I no. get abs? It's what is going to help us and how do we live in the world? I think it's so easy to go down the rabbit hole. Once you, once you open your mind to plant-based from health, which is where a lot of people start, at least in the plant-based, not vegan, if we're trying to define them, you start going down this rabbit hole and you start seeing that actually the diet that is the best for humans is also the best for the planet, is yes. also the best for animals. And I know for me, after seeing what the health and realizing how much dairy is a contributor to breast cancer and prostate disease, I could no longer write dairy. I could no longer put Greek yogurt as a protein option in people's plans. Mm -hmm. It, it was not responsible as someone who loves people and proclaims themselves to be a, a nutritionist, especially holistically. Yeah. So what were some of the things that were the hardest for you to get rid of or was everything just or was it carte blanche you were like you made up your mind and you shifted
1: i think the hardest one which probably most vegans can relate to is cheese you know sw- switching from uh, that mentality of throwing it on top of anything was probably the hardest but it felt like they um became so many alternatives or just starting to eat things without it, you realize like, oh, I, I really don't need it, but it does have its own addictive quality to it. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to kind of get sucked back into
0: it once you yeah. give a little here and a little bit there. I feel know? like dairy is a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Um, it has morphine in it. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: that guy that wrote one just about cheese in the dairy industry? Neil Barnard, yes. I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, he was... Wasn't he raised on a dairy, dairy farm? farm? Well, so was Colin Campbell, right? Yeah. He was Colin Campbell? Uh-huh. Who did the China study, if you want to look that up in your free time, yeah. or wrote a great book called Whole... Mm, I haven't so, read that one. Yeah, it talks about out. how even the, it talks about the <laughs> the intelligence in our food, the divine intelligence that in an apple, if you were to break it down, there's maybe 15 grams of vitamin C, but the way that that synergistically works with all of the other phytonutrients and compounds and fiber and everything in the apple, it manifests in the body like 15,000. Hmm. So eating an apple a day, the old adage, there's a lot of <laughs> basis Truth to yeah, that. yeah. What did you get the most out of your um, plant-based nutrition course?
1: What did I get the most out of? I think just
0: that. I did they, you need it for yourself to solidify your decisions, or were you? That's a good question. I would say
1: no. No, it just piques my interest. It keeps the the flow of information coming and I feel like information can be power. It can also be a great responsibility, which oftentimes, like, I don't know if you ever feel like this, but, um, you proclaim like I'm plant-based or whatever. And then you go out to eat with family and you can tell that family's watching what you eat. It it was kind (laughs) of like that. Like it, it also created, um, confidence in what I was talking about um, that when I did talk about it, I had some, I don't know, some information to back it up or some, um, yeah. Yeah, it made me feel more confident. Um, I think what I came away with the most was that we can't keep going as societies the way that the, the way that we are and think that we're not going to affect the world. And so this was talking about, you know, kind of like a C-spiracy Um, how our oceans can't take it, our lands can't take it. You know, we're cutting down, deforesting lands in the Amazons just to create more area for cows to grow and roam. I mean, it just, it it can't maintain itself, and we have to change something. And so um, that's probably the biggest takeaway that I feel like I got
0: from it, and I don't even think that that was their focus.
1: (laughs) I think that was just my own personal takeaway from it.
0: But. Yeah, I think things find their landing place in our heart mm-hmm. whenever whenever we're open to it, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the thing with what you're saying is that we as humans, maybe we've never done this before. There are people that will say there's never been a 100% vegan society, which is true to our knowledge mm. um, archaeologically. However, we have the ability because of the time and the age that we live in to have a fully plant-based diet and to miss nothing there is nothing that you cannot get that you would get from an omnivorous diet on a plant-based diet people can say well b12 well the majority of the population is b12 deficient because b12 yeah Mm. yeah comes from dirt comes from microbes and everything is sterilized and washed clean and unfortunately our um, fields where we're growing." Crops don't have that bacteria because they're just layers of phosphorus, nitrogen, and what's the other? Like we basically just spray this stuff it's on the distorted. dirt yeah. to uh, to make it fertile. And that there is a way to live in harmony with nature, and the first thing we need to do is stop destroying it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think. You know, that's very compelling for me. Plus, you know, when I go to the store and I think about the animals, <laughs> I have to just avoid the meat, meat department section. altogether. I know. It's, it can be really heartbreaking. Uh, yeah, telling my kids where bacon came from
1: was just like, oh, ugh, oh I don't know. Or oh. ham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. No, I it's okay. Hi.
1: If you want to, talking about macros for pregnancy... Or how that's
0: shifted. Sure. So, right now, um, Marcy's breastfeeding. And yay. Yay, breastfeeding. How long do you plan on doing this?
1: Well, with the other two, I went... Charlie was probably 20 months, but that was weaned to like one feeding, one or two feedings a day. And uh, Bastion, I think, was 17. So, I don't know, Mm -hmm. after a year, usually. But that's... Once they start eating solids, it's just an add-on it's, it's nice to keep it going, but it's just an add-on.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so there's oh, there.
1: of nutrition in it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And she came to me a while ago and said, would you be willing to work with me on a macro based program, even though I'm breastfeeding and I did my research as, as one as does. Do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I always do, I'm not afraid to say I don't know, but I know where to go to find the answer. And there are plenty of plant-based nutritionists um, that talk about what is the RDA and how to raise healthy vegan children and how to handle this if you're pregnant and how to handle it if you're breastfeeding. And so um, we started on a program and one of the things that I wanted to make sure that Marcy had enough of in her plan, which might be different compared to other plant-based plans is enough fat. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So I am now getting at least 60 grams of fat, which is probably the most I think I've ever had, but it's, It helps my milk supply. I can tell when I haven't reached my 60%. um, 60 grams. or Oh, my gosh. 60%. We're
0: not keto. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I just swung that, yeah, in a different direction. But, yeah, if I don't have my 60 grams, I can tell in the milk supply um, because I also pump. That the the milk's different; it's it's, fattier. You can see the film on the top. Is it?
0: That's good. The cream. The Mm -hmm. cream rises to the top. If you have ever breastfed, which I hope you have, if you're (laughs) listening to this, otherwise you think we're crazy. It's like liquid gold. Like it. It costs a lot to produce. It costs a lot to pump and save. And God forbid you ever like spill it or something. Or forget (laughs) it in a bag, and it's yeah. My gosh, Um, so true. Well, that's that's really. Really cool. And that's great for me to hear. I don't think that you've shared that with me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's made a huge difference. And I was talking to Celeste too, because I have obviously since, um, having multiple kids, I've, I've had somebody else do macro nutrition before in my macro, um, lineup before, and they have had me on a much lower carb which is, which is really difficult, as mm. you guys know, as mm-hmm. a plant-based mm-hmm. um, person. And so it's helped a ton to have that kind of flip-flopped, where my protein is a little bit lower, which is where it should be, and my carbs are higher, and then my fat's a little bit higher. So mm-hmm. um, for me, I I stay satiated, but I, I can also tell that my muscles have built, and I'm not... Um, I'm not looking for a snack, I'm not looking for... With the other one, I was just waiting for the next meal. Mm -hmm. there wasn't enough satiation for me.
0: I think that's because, um, with other macro plans and I love that you're talking about this, I kind of, um, did an episode on protein, fat and carbs and Mm -hmm. talked about the fact that we don't need as much protein as is preached to us. (laughs)
1: Yes. That was another big takeaway from the nutrition program.
0: Yeah. We do not need as much protein as is preached to us. In fact, like the world health organization and, um, the national dietetic association have it pretty low to be honest. Um, Um, as low as half a gram per kilogram, which I think might be a little bit low. Marcy is breastfeeding. She runs around after her children and she is doing some resistance training at home and occasionally cycling. Mm -hmm. So all of these things are going to put place a bigger demand for repair on the body, which does require some protein. However, we forget that protein is just amino acids and those are in everything that we consume and so the body is so smart about taking one part of an amino acid chain here connecting it to another amino acid here and building the exact protein compound that it needs and in fact it is much healthier to let our body do this natural process of recycling amino acids than it is to just always being taking in complete quote-unquote protein, which comes from animal sources, because that puts an excess burden of nitrogen and um, processing out the uric acid on the kidneys. So you see that people, I know I'm on a tangent here, but you see that people that are um, eating really high protein diets end up having more um elevated kidney um enzymes and liver enzymes and that's because the body is constantly having to filter out this high amount of uric acid and that's also where there's like this popularity of the alkaline diet but if Mm -hmm. you eat a plant-based diet your diet is alkaline Alkaline. yes (laughs) so um back to carbohydrates and protein being kind of inverted on this, not exactly, but they, you have enough carbs for your energy Mm -hmm. and we need carbohydrates to build muscle. We need carbohydrates to run our brain. We need them for digestion. We need them for every system in the body to run optimally. And by ensuring that your body has enough carbs, you're still losing fat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think people are afraid that if they eat carbs, they won't be able to lose fat because yeah. there's this this myth of if you have insulin in your body or you've stored glucose, you can't tap into your fat stores. And that's just not at all true because fat in the body, if you're burning fat through exercise or through calorie restriction on a diet, um, fat and carbs combined in the bloodstream are how we actually burn fat. You can't burn fat in isolation.
1: So you should also talk on, so I had a plan before where my, like I said, my protein was around 149, maybe 150 grams, and my carbs were like 140, and now my carbs are over 200, and my protein is around 80-ish. And so you were talking to me just the other day about, I was asking, can you still be lean and lose weight? My calories are about the same, but my macro um, ratios are so different. And mm-hmm. it's interesting that you can still have the results you want and still be able to eat. Like it, you can't eat a plant-based diet and get all of the things like on the daily dozen list that you need. Um With only 140
0: grams of carbs. Right. Absolutely not. So um, carbs, as I I was just saying, you know, I think for the mass public, we need to differentiate carbs. Marcy's not eating white bread. She's not eating cereal. She's eating sweet potatoes, rice, bananas, blueberries, cauliflower, cauliflower, blueberries, uh,
1: quinoa, black beans, A huge thing of veggie soup.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You eat plenty of starches, I know, because... Mm -hmm. um, And then you eat plenty of vegetables, and she's not skimping on the fruits. And in order to really optimize our nutrition on a cellular level, we need the compounds that are in plants. And to be honest with you, my biggest beef with keto is okay just the one the one that I can say without getting in trouble at a restaurant is that there is just no way you can get enough of the micronutrients that your body requires to function if you're not eating enough carbohydrates even coming from green leafy vegetables I mean um so that's the fact. So in order to really optimize our body's function and live long, healthy, beautiful, muscular, lean, energetic, vibrant lives, we need to supply our bodies with energy. And energy comes from the color in the food that we eat, not brown things on the plate like chicken and Energy does not come from protein and energy also comes from starches, which raise our blood sugar to an appropriate level and then slowly burn it off. They actually are so good for insulin because if they raise it slowly and it slowly, slowly, slowly decreases, you don't get that spike and crash like you do with what the general population thinks of when they think of carbs, which is like, you know, I don't know, white bread, donuts candy bars. People think carbs are bad. Well, all of that stuff is bad. That is processed sugary crap that you never want to put in your body, but I forgive you if you did, because I had to forgive myself when I did too. Right. Um, but we're talking about things whole and natural in their most natural state as they came out of the ground. So what are some of the things that you make that your family likes, even your little kids? Yeah. So I make a blueberry shake every morning It has cauliflower, blueberries,
1: uh, flax seed, peanut butter, and I do put some chocolate protein in it. So it's like a chocolate Reese's deliciousness. You get a huge spike of your cauliflower, a huge serving of your um, veggies. Bastion will eat that every single day. If I would make that for him every single day, he loves it. Um, I would make a quinoa and black bean with veggies that they will eat, um, that they love. I also just uh, will take the skin off of a sweet potato and mandolin it and my mm. kids will eat that with hummus
0: all day long. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Just raw.
1: They're wow. Raw.
0: That is so cool. Sweet potatoes you can eat raw. They're not technically a t- potato. Mm-hmm. They are um, some of their, they're a vining fruit. Yeah, they're, they grow on vines, y'all. It's, it's really cool. Um, I love those Moroski purple sweet potatoes from Trader Joe's. Oh my Joe's. gosh, they're, they're so good. They're like candy. Yes. They're so good.
1: It's um, nice because it gets a crunch like a carrot, but...
0: Yeah, can it's use a, it a little, little different. A, Super mm-hmm. high in beta carotene, high in vitamin A. Um, one of the things that marcy and i do is when we are tracking macros we're also tracking nutrients and we can see easily on the apps that we use that we're hitting all of our nutritional um, marks and exceeding them like (laughs) far above and beyond um so i think that that's really cool and just more evidence that this diet is working for you and When I took her on, um, the most important thing, we knew that she was going to lose weight. She had a very, um, reasonable perspective, which I continue to honor you for is that, um, ladies, it takes time to grow a baby in your body. It's going to take time to take the fat off. Mm -hmm. And if we give ourselves the grace of that year and don't do crazy extreme diets, don't start working out like a maniac, we will be able to, let our body naturally change as the baby changes. And, of course, after baby number three, you know, it's there's got to be some nutritional accountability in order to come back to the shape that's going to make you feel like a sexy, confident mom, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So how have you felt on your plan? How much have you lost? Um, I know we're right on track. Maybe a little. I mean, you're doing amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I... Um, I felt really good I feel like my energy's been better than it has been in a long time And I feel like that's due to Allowing myself to have As many mangoes or You know, blueberries The things that I love If I could be a fruitarian, I totally would So it's <laughs> nice that I have leeway that way um, I am on track My goal is September To be back around where I started And I'm about 15 pounds away from that, and I'm just... That's amazing.
0: So yeah. you but gained, I like, 40, didn't you? E- 35. So you've lost yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. We're getting closer. You started right, right before Christmas,
1: too. It was the worst timing.
0: <laughs> it was the worst. I admire you for that, though, because... You know, there is no perfect time to start. There's always going to be somebody's birthday. There's always going to be a holiday. Or my husband is always going to be like, let's go out. Or, you know, there's always (gasps) going to be something. So the point is start. Mm -hmm. Start walking in the direction that you want to go. And keep your face pointed that way. Oh,
1: my gosh. We'd we'd had a death in the family. Then we had Thanksgiving. And then I started before Christmas. It was like, it almost was to me... It's like the worst. Controlling thing. what I could control. Yeah. And it was helpful and healthy I other appreciate. than kind of sinking into the cycle of eating my feelings or feeling like, I obviously mm-hmm. feel the feels, but mm-hmm. not eating them as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I ate my feelings last week. It's okay. I yeah, sprained, no, sprained oh my, my ankle and day, I was right? like, I can't do anything. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm <just gonna laughs> the things that bring me happiness. <laughs> An instant of dopamine. Yeah. Um, and that's because I couldn't get my dopamine I'm kind of justifying it here y'all because I couldn't get my (laughs) dopamine from working out so I was like okay sure honey you can bring me some fit vegan donuts wonderful yeah they'll make me feel like crap the next day (laughs) (laughs) worth
1: it right now which I feel like that's the 80-20 right you know what I mean yeah yeah and that might have been the eighty for a week, right <laughs> <laughs> you might have been in the eighty realm versus the twenty, but I don't know I think we all go through that. I think that that is definitely life but it's definitely keeping and I have done that through this process like i haven't oh, yeah. the trajectory is never straight into a positive it it is the mountain peaks and the valleys, and I've had weeks where I haven't tracked and there's been weeks that I've been perfect on tracking but It's been, my goal is the same and, um, and it's just giving grace when,
0: when I'm in a valley. Yeah, absolutely. That's life. And that's the human experience. And I think that's also, what's super healthy about your perspective with this being a long term goal. Yeah. And, um, I don't really think there's any way to do it with a perfectionist mentality if the goal is a year out, which you probably won't take a year, but, um, you know, I, I Like I said, takes, look, I gained 55, 65 pounds with each of my babies. And I'm not saying that that was healthy. That was probably more than I should have gained, but it took me a long time to take it off.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's just part of the process of honoring our body to do what it does to grow a baby human and then (laughs) let it come back to normal. And since then, I mean, all of my fitness competitions were post baby, so you can do anything.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have you seen the lady that's like 75 and she's the new fitness influencer? She's no. amazing. I <laughs> no. will have to show you. She's absolutely wonderful. Her daughter is like an IFBB pro and she is now weightlifting with her. And it's just, it's cool to see. You can do anything at any time, at any age. The world is just at your fingertips. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, is there anything else that we should cover real quick on breastfeeding macros or your experience as a plant-based eater? Hmm. Not that I can think of off the bat, but... Have you been able to influence anybody or...? Yeah, it is fun. Draw people (laughs) over to the fun side. It is fun to have people come over because
1: I have this book right in the kitchen that's um, a vegan eat. And it's definitely a talking point, which is fun. It makes it easy to, like, state your truth without (laughs) having to state it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, it's just a talking point. Yeah, this is how we eat and... This is how we keep our kids healthy. And you know, at first my husband wasn't super into it. He'd be like, yeah, if she cooks that at home, that's fine. But when I go out to eat, whatever. And he's definitely come around after reading and watching and just feeling. After you give it a try and um, recognizing how much better you feel, how much more energy you have, it definitely speaks for itself, speaks volumes.
0: It does. It does. I think that those are wise words to end on. So thank you, Marcy, for your time. Thanks, Celeste. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I certainly did. Thanks again for listening to Pivot to Plants. And if you need any help with your diet, I should let you know that that's something that I do, just like I'm working with Marcy. You can either DM me on Instagram or email me at pivot toplants at gmail.com. Again, I hope you got some awesome content from this, something that you can share with somebody who might need it. And if you haven't given us a five-star rating, please go do so on Apple Podcasts. It definitely helps more people find us. For now, until next week, peace, love, and plants, and I hope you have a fantastic day.